Hey Keepers! You're listening to another episode of She's a Keeper podcast, and we are your sister hosts, Juanita and Raina Green-Ellis. Did you know that there was more to life than being a wife? Join us as we discuss how we balance being bold believers, wonderful women, and wisdom-filled wives. Um, and it kind of does bring us to how, with those transitions in life, and now we're in other transitions in our life, <laughs> how do we maintain that relationship with God? Yeah, so um, that's a good thing. That, that, that is a that, good thing. That is a... That's a good question. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say this for the believers that really know Jesus. It's a process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that any believer that is actively pursuing God can admit that it's not always like sunshine and rainbows. Mm-hmm. That you're not always like 100% running and mm-hmm. chasing after God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that kind of even ties back into what my sister was saying about um, when you transition, you're not always looking for God right. in those transitions, in those moments mm-hmm. of transition. Mm-hmm. You're not always being like, okay, God, or you are, and you're disappointed um, yeah. um, about his response, right, or his lack thereof, mm-hmm. um, which we always deem as him not listening, which is not true. Right. Um, and so I think that we can admit, though, that in those times, our are truly when we can be as vulnerable as we can be mm-hmm. to really open ourselves up for God to change us. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's an ever-growing process. Um, but I, what I would encourage you to do is always just keep trying. Yeah. Um, because what the enemy wants you to do is stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to use the word sin, right? Because we all sin. And we're not always just talking about those great five sins that people mm-hmm. always want to bring up. Like, we sin every day, mm-hmm. okay? Um But when we sin, the enemy tries to get us to believe that God wants no part of us because we do that. Right. (laughs) But we're going to uh, we're going to make him a liar right now, because Mm -hmm. if that was the case, then why would God send his only begotten son Mm -hmm. to die for a people full of sin? Right. Who would keep sinning. That would keep sinning Mm -hmm. because he created us. So he knows Mm -hmm. what we're going to do. Right. He knew what we were going to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And he sent his son to die for us so that when we sin, all we have to do is repent and ask for forgiveness. And we can receive that forgiveness through Jesus Christ. So if that was the case, why would you why would God do that? Mm -hmm. That's why we know it's a lie. Right. Right. Um, But in those moments, sometimes you're not able to think about that. Sometimes you allow those thoughts, those influences Mm -hmm. to um, take over and you start to believe that God doesn't want you Mm -hmm. and you start to go further away from God. Like and Mm -hmm. I know that that's something that I personally um, like actively like, I guess, work on because. Those, those things can get into your mind and make you believe that like God doesn't want you. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. It's in those times of trouble that you have to go closer mm-hmm. to him. It's in, it's in those times of like lack or, or hurt or pain that like draws near to you. Um, I'm reminded of a story in the Bible. And I'm not a big Bible guru. So like, yeah, I'm just going to paraphrase it. Mm-hmm. But there was a eunuch and he was reading the word Mm -hmm. right um at the time and god allowed a believer i can't remember exactly if it was i don't want to say the name because i don't want y'all to crucify me (laughs) but a believer of god a follower of christ 
um, was traveling and God strategically told him to travel that way mm -hmm. so that he would come upon the eunuch. Mm -hmm. um, and during that time, the eunuch was crying out, basically being like, I want to read this, I want to understand this, but there's nobody here to like make this clear, basically. And that follower of God being, you know, obedient was there at the right time um, and was able to explain to him um, what it actually meant. And the story that he explained to him was that God and Jesus knows what it feels like to, to endure pain. He knows what it feels like to be slaughtered. He knows what it feels like to be ridiculed. Like so he can he can empathize with you. He can mm -hmm. he can relate to you um in that sense. And so because of that, like that's why he wants you even more and that's why you need to lean closer to him because he knows exactly how you feel. Right. That's the whole purpose of him coming so that he can live the life that we live to say that he knows how it feels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so that that alone tells you that it's so it's so strategic on God's behalf that like when we are in pain, that's when he wants us the most. That's mm -hmm. when he wants us to turn to him the most rather. Like he always wants us, but he doesn't want us to run away from him in those in those hard times. He right. wants us to draw closer. Right. If that makes sense. So I would say to really like just always keep your mind stayed on God. Mm -hmm. um, and that's easier said than done. But the scripture right. does tell us that when we keep our mind stayed on him, that he will keep us in perfect peace. Mm -hmm. um, and to know that he is the author of your life um, and that like he knows more than you could ever know. Right. And he sees all. Um, and he's, ever, he's omnipresent. He's ever present. He's always around. He's everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, so just put your faith and your trust in him. That I would, I would say that. Um, because I feel like that's the only thing that has gotten me like this far. Mm -hmm. Even when I came to those moments where I did not know or I wasn't sure, mm -hmm. it was just my faith and my trust in God to be like, okay, God, I don't know what you're doing, but you mm -hmm. know what? I'm not going to fight you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to fight you in this. I'm just going to allow it to happen. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something I learned in my walk that helps me maintain is that I stop fighting God. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and in my latest, like, really big transition, clearly we're both married, but in my latest big transition, I was fighting God so much. Mm. I was fighting God so much. And all I was doing was procrastinating, essentially, because fighting God only stops what he has for us. Because we're too busy trying to fight against it that we're not embracing it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I wasted so much time complaining and being tired and being upset about things that I did not allow God just to do his thing. Right. I didn't allow it because I was struggling with, I know that you know, but I don't know. Right. I know that you know, <laughs> but I don't know, God. And because I don't know... I don't know if I'm okay with whatever you about to do next. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's basically how you maintain um, your relationship in the low times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my sister, you know, she's the golden child. So she's going to tell y'all how to maintain it during the good times. Please. <laughs> um, so I think in the good times, I probably struggle more with my relationship wow, with God. That's because... Good. In the bad times, it's kind of like, well, I'm gonna go to God about everything, right. and I'm gonna just let Him know. We just, I'm, a, I'm a set a time. Yep. I'm like a scheduler, so 8 a.m. I'm gonna <laughs> just, we gonna talk about this God. But then in the good times, it's kind of like, well, you know, 10 o'clock works. <laughs> you know, I got work, so after work works. You know, it's been a long day, God. Let's <laughs> let's catch up tomorrow. And the in my mind, 
I am making sense of this. And it's just like, he like, right. I don't care what time it is. Just right. talk to me. So in those good times, I think the best reminder is to remember who gave you those good times Ooh, or that's good and and sometimes i kind of go back and forth well well should i remember the bad times to be thankful for the good times sometimes you have to remember where you come from to be so thankful for those good times because then you take the onus from god and put it on yourself that you got yourself here what? and that's when we make our position ourselves our spouse our family our children our car right. our house our job our god right Ooh. it becomes our idol because now we're like well i'm here now so you know i'm good yeah. you know no need to you know cry to god today but it's it's so important in those times to remember him because he remembers you yeah he remembers those times oh that's good um but he doesn't remember it as, oh, here she coming with a problem again. Right. Or here she comes with this again. All he sees is his loving daughter, his yeah. loving son, who came to him when things were bad. Yeah. So remember to go to him when those things are good. To remember to thank him. And what you're going to see in those times is that he will make those good times great. Right. He will make those good times even better when you continue to place him in his correct position mm -hmm. as number one. Yeah. Because then you get the great car, that becomes number one. That's good. You get the husband, he becomes number one. You get the house, he becomes number that becomes number yeah. one. And then when the husband falls apart, Ooh. or he is human, or the house has a leak in it, right. or the car breaks down, now it's like I gotta go back to God. Wow. Because this, and it's and it's I can tell from experience. You're preaching. I I mean I'm saying though, like election please. <laughs> Passing around. But, <laughs> but no, like even in singleness, it's kind of like, well, well, God, he hasn't come yet. And then you, you you find somebody in your DM. Well, there you go, Lord. Thank you, Father. And now you're you're on to the next. And yeah. you have forgotten how he kept you mm -hmm. away from these guys. He's kept you away from these situations. Yeah. Um, so so remember him always in the bad times and in the good yeah. because not just because he can make those good things great, but he is the onus yeah. of these things. The good and the bad. Yeah. Okay? He controls the good and the bad. And so what you want to do is continue to be mindful of him. Yeah. So you don't always have to go back and thank you, Lord, for keeping me from that. But you can thank him for the now. Yeah. You can continue to thank him for the husband and thank him for the car and thank him for the job. Yeah. And continue to keep him number one. Yeah. Because when... Or if the job fails, you still have God. Yeah. If the car fails, you still have God. If the husband is human, you still have God. And you haven't placed everything into the good. Right? Yeah. So continue to maintain those relationships. And I think that goes directly into how we maintain it in marriage. Mm -hmm. um, like I've said, I try my very best to keep God first. Mm -hmm. Right? All, every time I think of like this this image that circulates it's like the three umbrellas and like the top umbrella the biggest one is God and then the other one under that is the husband and That's then good. under that is like the wife and, the, and then the kids are under that one and it's when you keep um, God in his first position mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about putting your kids in the first position mm -hmm. 
or putting That's yourself good. in the first position or putting your husband in the first position when we are humans and we fail. Because it's already occupied. It's already <laughs> occupied. It's not empty. Oh my it, God. It's not empty because so he's always there. That's so good. If he's always filling the cup, yeah. you don't have to worry about putting somebody else in it. That's so um, good. And so I try my very best. So when I wake up in the morning, it is God time. Thank you, Lord, for waking me mm -hmm. up. Thank you for all you've done, keeping me. And mm -hmm. then I go into prayer for my husband mm -hmm. and prayer for my children and prayer for my home and prayer for my car. But when you keep him as number one, you will see your relationship mm -hmm. flourish mm -hmm. with him and your relationships with everything else underneath flourish mm -hmm. because you're keeping number one as number one. Yeah. Um, and I want to add to that. It is difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is hard. Like when you are single, I remember I had two different Bible studies going at one time, preparing each week for mm -hmm. each of them, mm -hmm. had a whole women's group. I'm, I'm having to maintain my family, mm -hmm. my car, my career, all these things. And I'm just like a machine with them. Mm -hmm. And God is getting all of the time possible because I don't have That's a good. husband to take care of. Uh -huh. I don't have a home to take care of. I don't have children to take care of. A, a dog to take care of. Like puppy <laughs> is energy. Okay. <laughs> but in that singleness, you have the opportunity to have God whenever. Mm -hmm. Right. And so in marriage, it's very, um, it's very important. If you put him first, God will, will make sure everything else falls in line and in its place. Yeah. Um, and I can just say, like, she's absolutely right. <laughs> so do everything she just said. Not go to Um But yeah, nah, you're you're absolutely right. Um, and then, of course, you can even take it a step further to be more intentional about doing it with your spouse. Mm. Um, I know that Jordan and I, from time to time, we will, like, read to the word together. So mm. let me just make this disclaimer. I don't think that there's a right or wrong way. Mm. I do know that, um, like, some of my friends that are couples, like, they'll they'll do it actively with mm -hmm. one another. And I don't necessarily think that you're, you have to do that in order for your marriage to, like, remain godly. Right. Um, but I do think that it is cool to do it together because you guys are reading the same word at the same time um, and prayerfully you guys are getting some of the same type of revelation mm. or you'll get part of it and then he can get part of it or vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, so that may be something that you're interested in and I know too that like um, having or keeping God at the head of our lives makes it easier so that when we do get in times of trouble together we automatically know where our help is coming mm -hmm. from we don't have to look to each other right <laughs> you don't. know what i'm saying like we're looking to god so yeah. we'll pray together about it or um if we want to make a major change in life or we believe that god has impression that upon our heart like we can talk to each other about mm -hmm. it and then go to god together right you know or go to god individually within our own prayer time mm -hmm. um and i know that that's something that has strengthened one another because both my husband and i understand that we can only be great together as we are individuals right. and so like if we are not individually seeking God right. it's going to be very difficult for us one to do it together mm -hmm. or for us together to be healthy mm -hmm. um, spiritually because mm -hmm. like we're not spending that alone time with God mm -hmm. um, and one thing that you were saying that I think helps is that 
it really shifts our focus from just praise, right, mm -hmm. where we're thanking God for the things that he has done, to worship, mm -hmm. um, which is thanking God for who he is. Mm -hmm. um, and so when we get into those moments, whether good or bad, right. um, we don't have to worry about looking for things to thank God for, mm -hmm. when we can just thank God for being him. Mm -hmm. We can thank him for who he is. Right. Um, and I think that when we shift our focus there, we automatically shift our entire relationship with God. For sure. Because we automatically do it naturally. Like, with your spouse, you're not always looking for things to be like, yeah, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, you're just like, wow, I, I thank you for who you are. Like, I thank you for who you are to me. You know what I'm yes. saying? You're not being like, oh, well, we're not good right now or or we are good right now, so I'm not going to talk to you. That's Like, so if anything, good. you want to talk to him when everything is good. You want to spend that time, and that's all God wants. Like, mm -hmm. he wants that natural relationship. Mm -hmm. That That's the whole point. Um, and that's the whole point of him being first, and so that when you meet your relationship with Christ mm -hmm. you can do that same with everything else yeah and then that way it's literally from the top and it trickles down mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing too that I feel like for advice because we mm -hmm. just kind of going into that segment before we pray um, it's important to seek God for who he is right. because if you do not, your relationship with Christ will mirror your relationship with people. Yep. And let me tell you the problem with that. People are imperfect. Yep. We are not perfect. Um, so, for example, right, I can just talk about how sometimes my relationship <coughs> with God is sidetracked because of my relationship with my natural father. Um, when you are not <coughs> in good relationship with the people naturally around you, you often uh, project that upon mm -hmm. God. And that's why it's important to know who God is and his characteristics um, and not just the things that he does for you. Because anybody can do anything for you. Anybody can give you a blessing. They can buy you something. But to know somebody that will never turn their back on you, that will never lie to you, mm -hmm. that will never give up on you, that will love you unconditionally no matter what you have done, that is something that is greater than anything you could ever have. Like, and I can feel him, I can mm -hmm. feel it now, like just thinking about his goodness and who he is. Like, and when you trust in who he is, you don't worry about what he does. I'm trying to tell you, mm -hmm. like in those situations, whether good or bad, let's say you praying for a house. Like when you think about God being a provider, you, you don't have to worry about him providing. Cause even if he doesn't, he's still a provider. Right. Mm -hmm. Even if he does not, he still is. Woo! Right. That and that's what you hold on to because you trust in who he is mm -hmm. and knowing that God, I know this about you. I know this characteristic about you. I know that you're trustworthy. So why am I going to get an attitude if what I pray for I didn't get? Right. I clearly understand that you must know something that I don't I know. Don't know. Mm -hmm. And or, that's a good, good right? father. Or, yes. or maybe that thing wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, and we can, I can both guarantee that we can both say that there have been multiple things that we asked for. Now, we are grateful <laughs> that we did not get. Now, we are grateful that we did not get because God knew more than what we knew. Knew better. Yeah. He saw, like, the people don't understand. Like, I feel like lately... I have been thinking about the lens of God, like the mm -hmm. way that God sees things. And that to me wrecks me every single time. Mm -hmm. The way that he sees us, the way that he sees situations, the way that he knows things that we don't know. Like God knows what we're doing today and 10 years from now. Right. That's crazy to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
like that is crazy to me and so and so that's why it's so important just to trust who he is because mm -hmm. if god like if god never does anything else like people heard that all the time i heard that my whole life and i never understood until now like that's when you know that you've reached the point where you really fall in love with who God is. Mm -hmm. And that is the point in your relationship that you want to get to. For that sure. it does not matter what God does for you or does not do for you. That you are simply content with who he is. Yeah. And that you continue to thank him for who he is. Um, and so right there we just want to encourage you like if you know God to continue to seek him. Yes. Um, to be persistent and, and consistent or yeah whatever yeah um with like pursuing him it's not gonna always be easy but it's definitely always going to be worth it mm -hmm. um there's no greater relationship that you could ever have in your life like and we're married mm -hmm. and we're happily married mm -hmm. like and i don't want to right i don't want to part from my husband but god is still number one mm -hmm. um and when you finally get children and that comes into the mix always remember that god is first not that you have to fit God into your schedule, but you got to fit your schedule into your time with God. Mm -hmm. um, and know that everything that you do, you should seek him first. Seek first the kingdom of God, God. Mm -hmm. then all else. Like, seek first him. I'm trying to tell you, it's going to do something different. I wake up every morning now happier mm -hmm. like and healthier mentally because I know for a fact that... He that time yeah and just the peace that you get just being in his presence and seeking him like there, there's really nothing else and i'm trying to tell you i didn't always feel this way i'm not so like i'm not trying to tell y'all that we're these perfect girls we're not mm -hmm. like we're really not but it's through trial and error it's through our process that we have learned to appreciate god for who he is and not the things that we that he can do or can't do or won't do yeah um and we trust that god is a good good father and not just a good father but a great father mm -hmm. so my sister's gonna pray absolutely and then we're gonna get out of your hair uh thank you father for yeah. this day thank you for allowing us to see this day thank yeah. you for this time that you've given us to yeah. share how great you are yeah. how good you've been to us who you are to us lord we just want to reach those who may not know you father yeah. and even those who do we just want to reinforce that you are the good, good father. Yeah. You are the father who sees in front of us. You yeah. are the great provider. You are the great I am, the great healer, Lord. Yeah. And so we are going to seek you out for who we know you to be, Lord. Yeah. And if we don't know, Lord, reveal yourself to us. Yeah. Reveal yourself to our followers. Reveal yourself to our viewers yeah. who are seeking a peace from you, Lord. Yeah, that's so Let good. all that we are saying be not in vain lord god but for your glory lord yeah. that is our only desire father yeah, that you get the way. glory yeah have your way father in all that we do yeah. all of our viewers lives lord and yes. we pray that they are changed forevermore today yeah. to seek you for who you are lord yeah. and so we thank you we bless your name and your most precious son jesus name amen amen yeah keep us that's hard all right, that's all we got for you today. Remember, this is She's a Keeper podcast. Mm -hmm. And there is more to life than being a wife, baby. Than being a wife. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, share, 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 and share some more, okay? Because we changing things out here. Well, not us, but Jesus is. Okay? Because it's more to life than being a wife, baby. Hey, Keepers. Thanks for listening to another episode of She's a Keeper podcast by your sister host, Juanita and Raina Green Ellis. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. 
Also, follow us on Instagram at She's a Keeper Podcast for daily content. And remember, there's more to life than being a wife.